Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, hour number two here, week seven NFL Sunday. Countdown to kick off with Nick and Ken. Loaded hour coming your way, as per usual. Uh, Thy Royal Prop King will make that royal appearance coming up in this segment. Ken Barkley is going to update the board for us coming up in a moment. We will get to Ken's underdog money line parlay for today. We will have a conversation about two team six-point teasers. Might be the best teaser week of the season. Excited to have that conversation coming up later this hour. And 40 minutes from now, best bets, all our analysis, all our bets, side and total for every game on the board today. Again, best bets coming up 40 minutes from now. Uh, but, Ken, we're about an hour away from kickoff to, on this NFL Sunday. Uh, where do we stand on the old board right now? Usually lighting up like a Christmas tree at the, at this point in the day. Yeah, and it, well, it's funny just to to follow up on something you said there. You know, we talked about teasers a lot this week. And, you know, I try to bring everybody under the under the umbrella, even people that, you know, people that bet teasers a lot are like, oh, like I already knew this. But, you know, a lot of people who like to do two-team six-point teasers – like to do what are called Wong teasers because that's the name of the person who discovered it. And it's essentially like a favorite of, uh, you know, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half through seven and three down. So you tease the favorite down through seven and three, or you tease the underdog up through three and seven. And early in the week, we were talking every day about like, man, it seems like there's so many uh, potential games that fall into this category where the point spread is, is such a thing. Matt Pisani, our video producer is like really smart right now. He puts the bills Patriots spread up on our screen right now. Like this is a game that qualifies for that seven and a half down to one and a half. And you know, Oh man, we're going to have so many teasers, whatever. It's funny when you look at the board right now, every game where like the dog was in that two, two and a half, one and a half, like have that conversation range. All of these games have sort of magnetically gone to three. Well, you know, it's sort of in terms of what's happened in the interest this week. So it's funny, like if you liked a lot of these dogs, you could kind of just bet the plus three right now. Like we don't have to have the teaser conversation. There are still games to your point that fit that description. Buffalo would be a, a great one, but it's just kind of funny. Like over the course of the week, we had so many ones and one and a half and twos. And they've all kind of just been bet where the favorites are, uh, you know, just a, a normal round three right now. So just to update a bunch of those games and really almost every game on the board deserves like a little bit of something right now. So we did Tampa and Atlanta great. and it moved to talk about how the under, had been bet a lot. Uh, the total is held at 37, 37 and a half. That hasn't changed. Tampa taking a little bit of money. There isn't a three minus 110 on the board, but there are tons of threes slightly juiced toward Atlanta on the board right now. BetMGM, our show sponsor, has one of them too. So that is sort of movement that's taken place over the course of this week and continuing today. The most interesting side movement that is recent is pro if I gave people 10 guesses and they weren't looking at the board, they wouldn't come up with this team. Uh, the Bears have drawn a lot of interest in the last 20 minutes where all the two and a halfs on Vegas. Remember, this was Raiders minus three when it might be Garoppolo. Then it's Hoyer. Okay, Raiders two and a half. Now we're two 
and the first one and a half has just appeared on the board? Like, is is Bajan Hoyer going to close a pick, which would be appropriate, just the stupidest football game you could possibly imagine. Let's have it just be picked the winner of the game. That's where we're headed right now. The total in that game has stayed basically the same. Uh, the Browns get bet a little bit more. It's now like three and a half, 110, really kind of everywhere. We talked about the under already to close last hour. That got bet down under 40 uh, for the first time in several days, 39 and a half. The total in that game, second most interesting side move probably uh, in the last 20 minutes. The Ravens are taking money on three. Uh, remember on Friday, we talked about this. Oh, the Lions are getting bad. Maybe this closes two and a half. That seemed possible at that point. The Ravens, uh, all the threes have basically gotten bet with only a couple exceptions. Uh, three minus 115 in a lot of places, a couple three minus 20s. So even though they're three point favorites at home, and that's been the case the entire week, people are stepping up to the window this morning and wanting Baltimore as a three point favorite. They're getting bet out a little bit, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Patriots, Bills. We're seeing the total just kind of creep up and creep up as I think it becomes clearer that there's not going to be a ton of wind and a ton of crazy weather in this game. So like more 41 and a half on the board with a total in that game. You asked me, <clears throat> excuse me, last hour if there was going to be any movement in this Commanders-Giants game because you were mentioning that the Giants got a really bad injury report. Commanders are just holding as a three-point favorite. I think it's possible that the move from two and a half to three just kind of encapsulates all the stuff that we're talking about. And maybe these additional injuries maybe maybe aren't really necessarily worth something, but um, three, Washington on the road. Total keeps getting bet down. There are a couple 36 and a halves now on the board in this game. Uh, you and I are going to be, we're gonna, we might be really dumb or geniuses or something, but we're definitely about the over in this game. Uh, movement that we talked about earlier this morning, which was really interesting. We haven't done in the show yet. The Seattle, Arizona game, which we've spent basically no time on. You were talking about DK Metcalf injury update uh, in the last uh, segment of the show in the actives and active segment, man, Seattle got hit really hard earlier this morning. You know, they're about seven and a half, eight in this game at home against Arizona. This got bet all the way up to nine and a half everywhere and a couple tens on the board, which is like the next key number up from seven. So we actually almost got there um, in Seattle and Arizona. And it's worth noting as that was happening, so Seattle getting bet out nine and a half, ten. The under in the game has also been getting bet. And this is a this is another over that I, I guess I'm just doomed on my totals this week. Uh, forty four and a half has now been bet down to forty four, which is a pretty key number for totals everywhere. So ton of interest in Seattle, but also also a little interest in the under. I guess Arizona's just like not going to score any points in the game or something. Uh, we talked about Chiefs going to six already in their game against the Chargers. Steelers Rams basically nothing going on there and then Packers Broncos another game where we're seeing movement to the under that's been true in almost every game that we've talked about except the weather games uh, where people are figuring out there's no weather uh, 44 44 and a half now in that game so a little bit of interest in the under Sunday night football kind of all quiet Dolphins and Eagles is the best game but Eagles are still three totals like 52 52 and a half it's probably the game where there's the least going on right now um, for the people listening and watching the show live right now I guess that's everybody, right? Hey, right. Hey if you're if you're listening, <laughs> if if you're listening and watching, um, yes, we'll do best bets obviously to close the show. But things are obviously happening really quickly, so I'm going to invent a scenario. The Ravens go out to three and a half. That three and a half that may exist for like ten seconds before it goes back down to three. People may have interest in Detroit. I don't know that that's going to happen, but just like it, it might happen, right? Maybe the Rams go out to three and a half, and then people want to bet the Steelers immediately after that and bet it down to uh, the three. Ken, is there any move that you think is like going to happen in the near future here that for you would trigger a bet on a side or a total? Because like we can obviously re we'll readdress this all in thirty five minutes, but the opportunity may be lost by then for our listeners and viewers. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think, uh, and to your point, like we we see that all the time, right? Where the numbers kind of bounce back and forth from three to three and a half. Uh, I think if the Ravens got bet out to three and a half, like one ten, which we're not close to yet, but like we're getting there. Um, yeah, then I, I would bet the Lions three and a half, one ten. I don't have a bet on the side in the game right now between Baltimore and Detroit. Been perfectly happy to not bet the game. Um, three and a half with Detroit would seem like a pretty good idea to me with kind of the updated injury information that we have. We don't really anticipate anything else happening, so that would be one. And then. It just kind of like gone back and forth. We talked about this game a little bit this week, but like I did not want to bet the side of Tampa Atlanta. I'll have a ticket on the over in the game. Probably wait till the last possible second to to bet it now with maybe getting thirty sevens. But like if Tampa goes to three, like like at like three one ten, not like this in between kind of mishmash that we're talking about right now. Is that worth a bet on it? Like, like t- really? Like three? That's what we're going to do with Tampa in this game? But like, there's that big of a difference between these teams. I kind of lean, t- like if <laughs> at the start of the week I said, well, if you told me Ritter was playing every snap for Atlanta and he was never going to get pulled, I'd be like, yeah, Tampa two and a half, I guess, just because it's like funny to be against Ritter in those kind of games. But like, really? Like three? I don't know. And that's kind of where we're going right now. I'll, like, and I, I'll just say it again. Like, I don't, I think this is a funny week. If you want to play contrarian overs, like this is, and it, you almost never get to say that, right? Most people that bet, especially casual betters, they like to bet the over on every game, whatever. And most people probably that you listen to tell you that's a bad idea. Actually, it's, it's like neither bad nor good. Every game is completely different. But you do look at the board right now and there's like a consistent trend. If you look at like the totals that have moved, let's say like more than two points from open and in what direction they've moved, it's all de- like no over has gotten bet more than two points this week. Hasn't happened. But like seven unders have. Like there's, there's a bunch of totals that have moved four points down from the start, which you don't see very often, by the way, unless there's like a blizzard or something. And we're seeing that a lot. Obviously, unders did really well last week. Everybody spent this week trying to explain to everybody else why scoring is down in the league and, and whether this is like a real thing that's going to be around the rest of the year. Honestly, like most of the time, the answer to that is no. And it's just kind of like randomness. And it's just kind of like the games ended up going a certain way or whatever. I mean, like, look at what happened with Desmond Ritter against Washington. Like that's, that's cause like defenses have caught up to offenses or like on one fourth and goal play, he messed it up. Like, that's what it was. Like these things are on such a knife edge. Like I look at a bunch of these totals and I'm just like, I, yeah, the, these aren't great teams or these aren't great quarterbacks, but good weather, 37, good weather, 37 and a half, good weather, 38. It's just all feel like overs right now. And it feels like there's a reaction. It doesn't have to be an overreaction, but there's just a reaction going on to what we've seen the last couple of weeks. And just the oasis in the desert right now of NFL point totals, Sunday night football. Yeah. And thank God for this Miami game. And Philadelphia, Even if we right? get bad games today, thank God for this game tonight. Jeez. And like, it's kind of, and we'll do this in a second when, uh, when the prop game descends down from the Royal throne. I, I think this is the weirdest prop slate that I've ever had. Like the weirdest set of prop bets that I've ever had to give out on an NFL Sunday when like, there's there's not a lot of projected offense here, and like I love to bet overs just like everybody else does. But I mean, I I don't I I I don't know I don't know here now. Like I I feel confident about the bets I'm going to give out, but just like a weirder slate than we normally have. Like to Ken's point, but how many totals this week start with a three? Think back to 2020, like the COVID season with no like I, the, what was the average scoring that year? Like like 50, like, like 49 and a half, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and now uh I got lots of threes. That's that's no fun. Lots Hopefully of threes. We get a lot of scores. That's true. That's true. Aside and total, lots of teams favored by three. Lots of totals that start with three. Teams going to be kicking a lot of threes today, probably. I just it's going to be a lot of that stuff. I just I don't know. Patriots going to play three quarterbacks again. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other threes. 
Well, it won't be won't be Malik Cunningham who's in now because let's pay him money to your point and then sign him and uh, play him for one game against the Raiders, have packages like installed for him, and then uh, and now you're inactive. What a great investment. <laughs> well, but then you have to, Bill Belichick just signed a lucrative extension. God, God bless him. He did. All right. Uh, and that is the board update from Ken. Obviously, as we approach the end of the show, we will bring you any other line moves that we've got on the board today on Week 7 NFL Sunday. But now it is time. I, I'm feeling like, feeling like Week 7. We're going to fill the coffers with coins. I feel like this is going to be lucky a good seven? slate. Yeah, whatever. Maybe I'm lucky. We'll, that's what, we'll, we'll find <laughs> yeah, <whatever>. out. Shut up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, you know, we'll find out at 7 o'clock Eastern tonight. We'll find out how this is gone. As the prop king now descends down from thy royal throne. And, and today, he's wearing his suit today because he's in the, the VIP suite. The, the Sunday VIP suite, the prop king is. He descends down from his royal throne. He traipses across thy royal purple velvety carpet wearing a very expensive pair of loafers. Traipses across thy royal purple velvety carpet over to thy royal balcony to gaze down upon you the peasants, to issue winners on this Week 7 NFL Sunday. Now approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos. All hail King Costos. Thy royal prop sojourn begins today in Soldier Field. Were you were you expecting like Tyson Bajent overs? Brian Hoyer overs? Yeah. I, I'm not really not really sure like what I'm supposed to do with this game. So I I think if there were to be a betting market set, would the prop king play over today on Devontae Adams? What would you have set it at? Well, with Hoyer as the quarterback, I not not a very big favorite. Like Jimmy G quarterback, then yeah, you you play squeaky wheel Adams stuff, sure. Devontae Adams, bitching and moaning to the media. I need more targets. Basically saying he's just he's the straw that stirs the drink. And he's not wrong, kind of is. So maybe Devontae has that type of game today. Or maybe Brian Hoyer's his quarterback. And is very difficult to trust. And maybe DJ Moore goes off. Or maybe Deontay Foreman runs through this terrible Raiders defense like a hot knife through butter. Maybe that happens. But how can you feel good about any of it with these two quarterbacks? So in lieu of betting a big number on Devontae Adams or taking shots in the dark. I feel like that was like a, like a punk rock emo song in like the 2000s. Shot in the dark? Crawling in the dark, right? Hoobastank? Crawling in the dark. Yeah, Hoobastank. Oh, I haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah. Look, looking for an answer. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to uh, take take the Hooba out. It's going to be it's gonna be stank. <laughs> we got to use that going forward. Take the Hooba out of this game. It stinks. <laughs> it's, a, it's a straight up, straight up stank. And the reason is Bajant and Hoyer. Only one guy the Prop King feels good about today. Rookie tight end. Michael Mayer. It's almost Halloween. Maybe we'll call him 
Michael Myers. He's <laughs> gonna murder this Bears defense. <laughs> gonna absolutely <laughs> dominate. <laughs> Maybe they'll wear the mask yeah. on the field. Michael well, Mayer. I, I, hope, I hope every game's like this. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael Mayer. Over 20 and a half receiving yards and a pair of anytime tutties. Don't Travis Homer is the Bears' third running back. And then, you know what? I, I got this one so good that I'm going to wait to give it on the other side. One more anytime touchdown for the Raiders and the Bears and the rest of the props for Week 7 NFL Sunday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.